So originally, my plan was to share about faith over fear, and I thought that that was going to be a really good topic, but then I decided that I didn't want to share that this week. It's still going to come in a future week, don't worry. And then I changed my mind, and I was like, no, I don't need to share about faith over fear this week. This week, I need to share about your need for God. And I started to make my notes on that, and then, y'all, literally 10 minutes ago, I was sitting on the floor in the bathroom crying, and I felt like God was saying that what I needed to share about this week was wrestling with God, because that's what I was doing at that moment. So y'all, we're going to talk about wrestling with God, and we're just going to go for it with no notes and just be spirit-led. So let's dive in. So this past week, I was doing my Bible study for one of my small groups I'm in, and it covered a lot of different things. We're going through this book called Seamless, and it's walking through the Bible and covering all the main stories, and it talks about the genealogy and all this other stuff, and it's really cool context that we need for understanding the Bible in a more wholesome way, and it kind of just goes through how the Bible is seamlessly strung together through all the stories, no matter what it's about. And one of the days this past week was on Jacob, and his relationship with Rachel and Leah, which we've talked about in a previous episode when we talked about jealousy. Um, But what stuck out to me this past time wasn't the story with Rachel and Leah. It was the story of him wrestling with God. And I know I've emotionally wrestled with God a few times before, but it's not really a true wrestling. I feel like it's more of a debate and an argument where I'm just kind of spilling my frustration to God. Um... But today, I feel like I got a real experience to wrestle with him, which probably wouldn't have stuck out to me that much, except for the fact that I had just read about wrestling with God. So today, I, well, actually, we're going to hop back to this past three years ago. We're going to hop back to three years ago. Y'all are going to get the whole backstory. So I cheer, and I absolutely love cheering. It is one of my favorite things to do. It brings me so much joy. I like the stunting and the flipping and all of the cheer stuff. And it's, I promise you guys, it's so much more than what you see when you see girls in skirts and pom-poms. It's so much more than that. But cheer is something that's been really important to me. And um, at times, I admit it's become an idol, and I've had to fix that, and I've had to go back and remove that as an idol and put it back in its proper place. But it's always been something I've come back to and just really loved. And I think it's a really good thing for me when it's in its proper place. Um... And so I decided my sophomore year of high school that I really wanted to do college cheer. At this point in time, I was on the varsity cheer team for my high school. I did that uh, starting my freshman year in high school. But I decided I wanted to do college cheer, and I wanted to make that happen. And um, if you all know me, you know that I'm a really determined and persistent person to a fault sometimes because I just won't take no for an answer and no matter what odds are up against me I'm gonna work my absolute hardest to make something happen regardless of whether or not it's good for me or whether or not someone says I can't do it which can be really great because I'll chase after what I want but it can also be bad because sometimes I'll only be chasing after that and working towards that and I'll forget about what else I need to be doing like spending time with the Lord and Uh, cultivating my relationship with him. So throughout high school, that was something I had to balance. I had to balance my determination and drive and cheerleading with not making that an idol. Um, And that was something that was kind of hard at times, 
But I kind of, I figured it out. I learned how to not let cheer be an idol and just let it be something that was really fun and that I enjoyed. And something that I started doing to prevent myself from creating it into an idol was I listened to worship music the whole 25, 30 minute drive to cheer. I would worship and then I would pray before I went into the cheer gym. And I decided that each time I walked into that gym and I stepped foot on that mat, I was going to ask the Lord to protect me and use me and that I could glorify him through cheerleading, which sounds kind of crazy, I know. But I really do believe that no matter what we're doing, we can find a way to glorify the Lord in it, regardless of what it is, unless it's like morally wrong. But I think that in all the things that we're trying to do, we have an ability to glorify the Lord through what we do. All of our actions, all of our words, all of our thoughts, all of our everything, not just our songs, can be worship to the Lord. Um, so that's what I did to try and prevent it from becoming an idol. And I worked so hard to become a college cheerleader. And I, I wanted to cheer for Virginia Tech, if y'all know what that is. That is a um, college in Virginia, and they have the best co-ed cheer team for colleges in Virginia. And I wanted to be part of it. And so Determined Me found a camp there, uh, one of their uh, kind of pre-tryout camps to make people into better cheerleaders and condition them for what tryouts would be like so that they could be part of the team. So I went to those, and I went to that every single year. They had it once, sometimes twice a year. I went to all of them from starting my sophomore year through to senior year. And um, in addition to that, because that was only like once or twice a year, I, um, I decided to formulate some relationships with some of their former cheerleaders. And I somehow convinced these two guys to stunt with me and kind of had them take me under their wing and make me into the cheerleader that I wanted to be and teach me what college level stunting and cheering looked like and what I needed to do to be there. And so I poured myself into this and I worked so hard. And um, I'll be the first to admit that sometimes it was unhealthy and sometimes I let myself be consumed by it, but I, I kept it in check. And um, I'm really grateful that I was able to keep it in check and that God enabled me to see when it was getting out of check and needed to be addressed. Um, so then this spring was kind of the climax of my uh, training for collegiate cheer because I was finishing my senior year of high school. I was going to be a freshman at JMU, which is where I'm at now. And, um, and so I was preparing for my tryouts, and I felt really good about it. I had talked with the tech guys, and we all kind of thought I was a shoe-in. And I feel kind of unhumble and boastful and a little bit like a jerk saying that. But um, myself and some of the people that I'd worked with who were pretty trustworthy people in this area all believed that I was going to make this team. And... Um, and so I tried out, and I didn't make it. And I, I was really crushed and really hurt. And so what I did was I drove the two hours from Northern Virginia down to JMU, and I sat outside of the field in the cheer room, and I cried. <laughs> and um, probably not the healthiest thing to do, but I, I just I lamented that I hadn't made this team and that all of my work seemed to be for nothing. And I lamented that, and I cried out to God, and I prayed, and I kind of wrestled with him a little bit and just begged him to show me what I could do. So I decided that I was going to work really hard all summer, and then when I came here in the fall, I would be 
good enough to make the team. I was going to I was going to get my full, which is just this higher level skill that I didn't have yet, and I was I was going to make the team. I was going to will it into being by doing as much work as I possibly could. And y'all can probably see where this is going. We can't will anything into being. No matter how hard we work for something or how much we want something, unless it's God's will and unless he approves it, we're not going to will things into being. And I was praying, God, I want your will to be done. But what I was meaning was, God, I want your will to be for me to be on the cheer team. And I don't think that we can change God's will. We can tell him what we think. We can cry out to him. We can wrestle with him. But at the end of the day, his will is going to be his will. So today, guys, I, well, yesterday I stunted with one of the, two of the cheerleaders on the JMU cheer team and um, talked with them about the situation. And they both said that I should go in and I should talk to coach because they think there's a need for me on the team. And they said that they thought that my skills were higher than some of the people on the team and that I should go talk to coach because they thought I should be on the team. And I was like, wow, yeah, that sounds like something I want. And that sounds like something I agree with, which was prideful of me, I admit. But it's what I thought. And so today I made the trek over to the cheer gym to talk with the cheer coach. And as I've done over the past two years, my whole walk there, I was listening to my worship music and I was just praying and asking God that his will would be done and that he would create a place for me there and that my conversation with the coach would go well. And so I get there and my conversation with the coach doesn't go very well. He was very kind and he talked with me. I don't think he really wanted to talk with me, but he was very kind and he did. And he kind of just explained to me that there's not really anything he can do for me. He didn't really provide me with a great explanation for why I didn't make the team, or a great explanation other than the fact that there's COVID for why I couldn't work with the team or just come in when nobody's in there to use the gym or anything. And I, I left feeling really unwanted, really unworthy, like my work that I'd put in didn't matter, like I wasn't chosen. And like I was never enough. And those are all things that I have struggled with just in my own personal life, regardless of what it is. I feel sometimes unworthy and unchosen and like nothing I do is ever enough. And the reality is, is that it's not. And that's kind of what hit me while I sat in a girl's locker room, bathroom, crying in a corner, which isn't something that I typically do. That's just not who I am, but this is what I did today. And I sat there and I cried. And I told God, I was just so upset. And I asked him like, Lord, why would you let this happen? I've worked so hard for this. I don't understand what you're doing. I don't like what you're doing. I know you have a plan, but I think your plan sucks. And that's, that's kind of what I said to him. And he very gently reminded me that he's sovereign. And I was like, yes, God, I know you are sovereign and you are good, but why can't I have this? And I begged him and I asked him, I was just like, please let me be on this team. God, I really want to cheer. I don't understand why I can't honor and serve you and glorify you through cheerleading. And I was just wrestling with him. And he continually responded to me and was telling me that, yeah, I theoretically could, but that's just not what he has for me right now. And I sat there and I was like, okay, God, I'm going to wrestle with you. And I remembered what 
I had read about Jacob and how Jacob wrestled with the Lord and told him that he wasn't going to leave until he had been blessed. And when I think of that story normally, I think that, you know, that's pretty crummy of Jacob. I can't ever imagine dictating to the Lord because he is sovereign and he is holy. And I know that I, under no circumstances ever, should be telling him what to do because I have no place in that. So I didn't quite wrestle with the Lord the way Jacob did because I don't think I have it in me to tell the Lord that he's wrong because I know he's not wrong. And I don't think I have it in me to tell the Lord to do something. But I pleaded with him and I asked him and I didn't feel entirely met. But I heard him telling me that the lies that I believe, that I'm not enough, that I'm not worthy, that I can't do any good, that's that's not from him. And I was hearing those things and I just had to like literally say out loud in this empty bathroom, like, get away from me, Satan. Like, this is not from God. Get away from me. You have no place here. Only God has a place here. And then I resumed my argument with him, debating and telling him, why I thought I should be on the cheer team and lamenting the fact that I wasn't on the cheer team, which, by the way, guys, is actually the podcast topic for next week. It's going to be lament. We'll loop back to that at the end. But I was lamenting, and that's something I used to never be able to do. Lament is such a new thing for me. And I, um, I just told God all the reasons why I was upset. And he met me there on that bathroom floor, as he does, and he told me that I need him. And I was like, yes, I do need you. And he told me, you can't do it on your own. You can't will this into being. And I was like, yes, you're right. God, I need you. I cannot do this on my own. And he told me that I just had this profound need for him and that my wrestling with him was good. But I'm not sure quite what's going to come of that yet. Um, And then he told me that I need to focus on my podcast and not gonna lie guys sorry I told him I don't want to do that I would much rather cheer than have a podcast that's more important to me and God said but that's not what's more important to me and then I was faced with this choice I could continue chasing what's most important to me or what's most important to the Lord and what's most important to the Lord is always going to be better. And if I chase after things on my own, I'm not going to get where I want to be. That's just not how life works. And so he said, I want you to get up. I want you to go to the place where you record your podcasts. And I want you to record a podcast on your experience of wrestling with me. And I was like, okay, like, here I am, Lord. I've said that to you. I've asked you to use me. Here you are telling me what to do. I'm going to be obedient. So I came here to record my podcast, and I ended up on my knees in a podcasting room in the basement of a library crying and just telling God, like, I need you, and I'm wrestling with you on this, and I want you to work through this, and pleading to him that I would be able to cheer. And he said that if I ever want to be able to cheer, I first need to know that I can't do it on my own. I can't will it into being. No amount of wrestling with the world is gonna get me anywhere. So guys, 
what I want you to learn from this kind of really long story is that it's okay to wrestle with God, and it can be really good. And it was honestly so therapeutic for me to wrestle with him. I could have just bottled everything up and pretended like it didn't matter. But I think sometimes it's better to let out our emotions, and sometimes it's better, or it's always better, to tell God how we're feeling. And um, God's going to meet you where you're at. And in wrestling with him, you're going to learn more of his character, and he's going to speak to you and tell you things that maybe you didn't even know about yourself. I know that I have a tendency to strive, but I didn't realize how hard I'd been striving towards cheer without truly using him as my strength. I said like I wanted him to be my strength, and I said that with my words, but I wasn't reflecting that with my actions. Granted, I was praying about it and I was um, asking that he would be glorified through it, but I wasn't actually glorifying him through it and my heart wasn't in the right place. So I just want to encourage you guys that if there's something hard going on in your life or you experience something that just sucks or you're having a bad day or you really want something, get on your knees. Get on your knees and wrestle with God and tell him why you're upset. Tell him what's going on and watch him meet you there. Even if you're crying on a bathroom floor or kneeling in a podcasting room in a library where you go to school, wherever you may be, the correct response is always to praise and worship and cry out to God. And that should be our first course of action when something doesn't go well. So that's what I did today. And um, I think that God is going to, he's going to show me more about how I can not be striving for myself in cheerleading and how I can still do cheer to a degree and in a certain capacity where I'm not remotely putting it at the center of my life. And um, I just, I feel like I've learned so much in the past hour, not even an hour, no, it's, it's been an hour, wrestling with God and telling him what I thought and watching him meet me there. I'm sorry, guys, if this was kind of a little bit of a disorganized podcast. I just sat down and did it and don't have notes. But this is where I'm at, and On the Journey podcast is all about sharing your journey. So this has been my journey today and over the past few years of struggling to learn to wrestle with God and learn that cheer cannot be the center of my life. Only God can. And I hope that my story has somehow helped you. And if it has, I would love to hear from you how that has helped you or how you have experienced a time in your life where you've wrestled with God. And I would encourage you guys to ask big questions of him in your wrestling. Um, If you want to know more about asking questions from God, you can check out the episode on questioning well because Questioning is, I think, a huge part of crying out to God and wrestling with him and asking him why he's doing what he's doing and even just being mad at him. Like, it's okay to be mad at God. That doesn't seem like an okay thing, but y'all, it's okay to be mad at God if you're worshiping him in your anger and frustration, which I know sounds super counterintuitive and absolutely crazy, but y'all, that's what faith is. Faith is crazy. And sometimes faith is sitting on a floor crying and telling God why you're upset and then asking him to meet you there. So y'all, go out and ask God to meet you where you're at 
and wrestle with him about what's going on in your life. Well, thanks for tuning in to the On The Journey podcast. I'm so excited that I got to share with you guys today in a sort of spontaneous way. But sometimes, guys, spontaneity is the best. And I love it. And I love God. Um... Go ahead and follow at On The Journey Podcast on Instagram so you can stay up to date about all the good things that are coming out and share this with a friend. Um, Go check out the story in Genesis about Jacob wrestling with the Lord. And um, I'll see y'all next week as I talk with my friend Ella Peters about lament. And y'all, she's been through it all. She has... She has gone through cancer. She has gone through some really tough family things. She has spent time being a missionary in Japan. She is so cool, and she's going to give us some really good insight on lament, which is something that I think that we do not know how to do. And the reason I say that is because it is something that I do not know how to do. So, y'all, tune in next week. Remember to enjoy your journey, and peace out, friends.